Today we are living in the global crisis that our generation has never experienced before. When I say has never experienced, I mean nothing of such magnitude. And almost the whole world is affected by it. And our church is not exempt. However, should we as a church close our door and everyone confined in their home waiting for the crisis to pass? Should we cease from our missionary activities during this pandemic hoping that things will get better in the future? That would be a terrible mistake. Do you want to know what the Bible teaching is for such critical moment as this? Keep listening. Hello, welcome back. My name is Harold. You're now listening to another episode of the Bible Answers podcast. So the question is, should the limitation imposed on us by the laws of our land stop us from preaching the gospel? From reaching out to those who are perishing? Grab your Bible if you can. Let us look for some answers to this question. But before we do that, let us pray, shall we? Father, I thank you for another beautiful day that you have given us. I thank you for the life of my friend who is now listening to this episode. I thank you for your protections and your cares. Father, we come to you looking for answer in your word, trusting that you will reveal your will unto us in the critical moment that we are living right now. Father, we thank you for being with us and we pray that you may guide us into your inspired word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In the 24th chapter of the book of Matthew, we are told that as Jesus departed from the temple, the disciples came to him to show him the beauty of the building, the beauty of the temple. It was something irresistible for any Jews not to feel proud of the temple at that time. The rays of the setting sun lighted of the stony whiteness of its marble walls, the gleam from the golden gate tower and pinnacle, What child of Israel could gaze upon the scene without a thrill of joy and admiration? So the disciple could not hold himself but to show Jesus Christ of the beauty of the temple. But in the presence of such magnificent scenery, far other thought occupied the mind of Jesus. In the second verse of the same chapter 24, Jesus said unto them, You see all these things? Verily I say unto you, there shall not be left here one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. So we can imagine that the disciples were shocked to hear such statement. But in the following verse, in verse 3, they came to Jesus privately for an explanation and asked him, Tell us what shall be these things, and what shall be the sign of thy coming and the end of the world? Now to this question, Jesus answered, Take heed that no man deceive you. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines, pestilences, earthquakes, and diverse places. All these are the beginning 
of sorrows. Now, Jesus went on and on and explaining to them, relating to them the events that will take place at the end. Now, why are these things a sign of Christ's coming? There have always been earthquakes, famines, and pestilences. Now, it is sure there have been always uh, pestilences, earthquakes, and famines. But the difference between then and now is the fact that these things will be increased and affecting us on a higher scale. For example, we are facing today a pandemic. If you are listening to this episode, you should know in 2020, we face a pandemic. So Jesus relate to them the things that will happen before his second coming. But there is one thing that must happen before Jesus could come. In verse 14 of the same chapter, we read, And the gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations. Then shall the end come. Now I want you to understand, my friends, that we are not only to wait, but also to hasten his second coming. If we stop reaching out to those who are perishing for lack of knowledge of Jesus, if we stop preaching to them, spreading the good news of the gospel, because of limitation or fear, that means we will have to spend more time in this world of misery and insecurity. That is it. The gospel of the kingdom must preach before Jesus Christ comes. Now, we do not ignore that we have limitation. We are told to quarantine ourselves, to stay at home for our own good, I must say. But we must not give advantage to the enemy of our soul. We must not stop from fulfilling our mission, reaching out for those who are perishing and hastening our Lord's coming. Why am I saying that? Because the more we delay, the more Satan will succeed. Satan works through the elements of nature to garner his harvest of unprepared soul. Should the church sit because of fear in not preaching the word of God, not bringing the good news to the people, should we stop doing that? That would be a terrible mistake because that would cause Satan to triumph. More people would die unprepared. We can compare our experience today as the one of Paul. If you know the story of Paul, now Paul was in prison in and out. Paul was locked down without his consent. He was prevented from going out and preaching the good news to the world. However, in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 8 to 10, Paul said something that we must all learn about. He said, Remember Jesus Christ. He is from the family of David. After Jesus died, he was raised from the dead. This is the good news that I tell you. And because I tell you that message, I'm suffering. I'm even bound with chain like someone who has really done wrong. But God's message is not bound. I'm patiently accepted all these troubles. I do this to help the people God has chosen so that they can have the salvation that is in Christ Jesus. With the salvation comes glory that never ends. Now, Paul said that he is bound and chained, but the message of God is not bound. Can we say like Paul, we are in quarantine. We are confined into our homes, but the gospel is not in quarantine. Exactly. We can be in quarantine. We can be confined in our home. We can be prevented freedom to go and out to do our missionary work as we should. 
but that should not quarantine the gospel. Actually, it is impossible for someone who know the truth. It is impossible for someone who have drank of the fountain of life for that water to be concealed in him. Jesus Christ said that the one that I will give the water, he will drink the water and, and that water will be in him as a fountain of, of life. So as we can see, as Paul was in prison, he was sending out vital message to the brethren outside. They contain the jewels of the gospel. Can we do the same? Though we are limited to gather in our church, to hold public meetings, can we reach out to those who are in our community, in our neighbor, in our family with the gospel? This we must do. And I encourage each one of you who is listening, who believes that we have a message to bring to the world, to go as much as you can through internet, printed paper, or any other means that is possible to bring the message to the people out there. It is now more than ever that we need to set the truth before the people today. And this is our duty. Let not the truth of God be confined, be quarantined, but let us go out as much as we can, bring the message to people out there. May God bless us and may that be the start of a wonderful missionary outreach and this confinement for the glory and the honor of God. Amen. <music>